The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. First, I must acknowledge that what follows relies greatly on the impeccable research done by Derek Winterbottom for his book, Governors of the Isle of Man Since 1765. It takes us back to 1937, when the newly appointed Lieutenant Governor of the Island was Vice Admiral the Earl Granville, uh, formerly the Right Honourable William Lucent Gower, and his wife was Lady Rose Lucent Gower, sister of the Queen, later to be known as the Queen Mother, consort of King George VI. Earl Granville himself came of a family whose members were courtiers going back to the time of Queen Victoria. The Isle of Man could not have been more pleased and feel more honoured. Earl Granville had chosen a career in the Royal Navy. In 1902 he was serving in the Red Sea, taking action to suppress piracy and the slave trade. In the First World War he had been promoted to captain and took part in the famously daring raid on Zeebrugge. He had married into the royal family two years earlier by marrying Lady Rose Bowes Lyon, elder sister of Lady Elizabeth Bowes Lyon. This made him brother-in-law to King George VI. All this added to the impressive aura of royalty over the Isle of Man arising from his appointment as governor. He arrived in the island to take office on October 1, 1937. He was a regular pipe-smoker, with a commanding presence and a quarter-deck manner about him. He also had a salty term of phrase. As a man, he was highly acceptable to the Manx people. His wife, Lady Granville, was a decidedly popular figure. She captured the hearts of the Manx people in her public appearances, speaking out, according to newspaper reports, with clarity and fluency, and a happy knack of eloquence. She had the popular touch, and the island's journalists took to her as well. They often wrote of her reigning over the Isle of Man, and there was great rejoicing when her husband finally succeeded as Fourth Earl Granville. This was high up the order of nobility, sitting behind Duke at number one and Marchioness at number two. The Isle of Man had never had an earl in Government House before. The start of the Second World War in September 1939 placed Granville in command as far as the Isle of Man's role was concerned. On November the 28th, he announced that the island was to have a war committee, or war cabinet as some saw it, consisting of two MLCs and five MHKs, which met in secret once a week with Granville in the role of presiding officer and first Deemster Cowley as chairman. After this, his term of office as governor was extended by the War Office by a year to October 1945. Otherwise, in the war years, the presence of the Granvilles led to lots of high-ranking visitors to the island, including the Princess Royal and Lady Mountbatten. There was also Lady Montgomery, wife of the victor of the Battle of Alamein, and Lady Baden-Powell. They all added to the glamour of Government House, and a feeling that the Isle of Man was occupying an important place in the British Isles. But more than anything else, to the satisfaction of the people of the island, was the announcement that the King George VI and Queen Elizabeth were to pay an official two-day visit to the Isle of Man in July 1945, their first visit outside the United Kingdom since the end of the war in Europe. The king became the first monarch to preside over the Tinwell ceremony at St. John's. Granville was succeeded as governor in 1945 by another high-ranking officer, Air Vice Marshal Sir Geoffrey Bromet, who flew into Ronald's Way in an RAF aircraft. Granville welcomed him officially and then climbed into the aircraft to be flown away to be governor of Northern Ireland. 
He died in London in June 1953, just short of his 73rd birthday.